welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome, and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Business Success Show with me, Matt Catram. And we like to bring you motivation, inspiration, great success stories, business enterprises, people who are making it on the ground and moving forward. As you say, as we say here at Business Success Show, it's not just about the hustle and grind, but is there a real meaning and fulfillment in what you are doing? Does it make sense? How are you building your business? And who is it for? And what kind of life are you leading and living? Is it, are you truly fulfilled in what you're doing? And today I have an amazing duo, power couple. They built their business to more than $10 million based on social enterprise. And I want to introduce you to Mark Cronin and his son, the co-founders of John's Crazy Socks. You are in for a treat right now because what we're about to learn, you can use it. And um, the reason why I've asked John and Mark to be on this show is to give us that inspiration. Also tell us how they built their business in that way and, then, and, and the things behind it and what got them to where they are right now and making a difference to so many people uh, all the way from long island new york usa mark and john john and mark welcome to the business success show <laughs> thank you we're really excited to be here mac it's a mac attack it's a mac attack indeed tell me something um, how did you start what what was the origin story behind john's crazy socks why did you start this how did you start this business yeah, origin stories matter, right? They give us our DNA. Um, and like many of your listeners, our business started out of necessity. Uh, so we're going to be five years old next week. Hey, congratulations. Uh, we, we got started back in, in the fall of 2016. And where were you? I, I'm in, I, I, in a U.S., I I went to a hunting high school. Uh, I I was in a, a U.S. acid school. Well, we know you're in the U.S. But John's in high school, and okay. it's his last year of school. Now, there's something people should know about you. You have Down syndrome, right? I do. What do you say about Down syndrome? I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome never hold me back. It certainly does not. So here's John. He's in his last year of school. Well, and like everybody else, trying to figure out what do I do next? Absolutely. And what were you looking at? I look at I look at job program and school. I don't like the option I don't like. And this is an unfortunate reality. Mm. There aren't always good choices for people with differing abilities. Absolutely. So you couldn't find meaningful work. But John here, he is a natural entrepreneur. If you couldn't find a good job, what were you going to do? I said, I want to make one, I want to create one. Right? Oh, I love that. <laughs> and then what did you tell me? I said, I want to go into business with my dad. 
Okay. And nice fellas that been together. Right. So I'm fortunate here. I've got three sons. John's the youngest of those. And this is one I could work with. Mm-hmm. So that sounded like a good thing, right? right? And But like a lot of entrepreneurs, yeah. John had a lot of ideas. And some of them were even good ideas. So what was one of your ideas? You know, Because we had to figure out what business would we do together. What yeah. was one of your ideas? While I'm in a food truck, I have an idea from the movie Chef and John Favreau. Good film. <laughs> yeah, the movie, the movie about a father's son bonding over a food truck. So yeah. this seemed like a fun idea. We started thinking, what could we make? Where would we put the food truck? Uh, but we ran into a problem. We can't cook. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> but then, right before the U.S. Thanksgiving at the end of November, mm-hmm. John had his eureka moment. I did. I was down cranking socks. What socks is fun, it's colorful, it's creative. I'll always let me be me. I want to be inside my, my whole life. We used to drive around looking for these crazy socks. Uh-huh. So we figured this. If John loved these socks this much, surely other people would too, that we could find our tribe. Um, and so to get started, uh, you know, you know what people traditionally do is they stop everything and prepare a business plan. You do your market research, your competitive analysis, your operational plan, financial projections. Uh, we didn't do any of that. We went the lean startup route. Okay. We All said, right. we're going to get something up and running mm-hmm. and we'll test the idea. So we're bootstrapping. We built a website and the Shopify yeah. platform. Okay. Uh, we got a little bit of inventory, uh-huh. right? That's a bit of a challenge when you get started because... Yeah. Suppliers were saying, we're not going to sell to you until you demonstrate that you actually have sales. Well, how could we have sales if you won't give us anything to sell? Mm -hmm. The only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page. You got to make do with the resources you have. So I would take out my cell phone and we made videos. And who was in those videos? I am. I'm talking about that. (laughs) Right. And what day did we open? We will be on Friday, December 9th, 2016. And we were very fortunate. Mm. We got a flood of orders, or felt like a flood of orders. We got 42 orders our first day. Nice. And and most of them were local. Right? We're in a town called Huntington outside New York City. Yeah. John was in high school. That's where we lived. We had temporary office space. And what did we do with those first orders? Our home deliveries. We drive around and made home deliveries. Wow. And how the customers respond. Our customers loved it. And they took a flyer, took a, a pictures, and share on Shooter Mia. I really get that spread. We, we had people ordering again just to have John come back to their door. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Right. Let me just so, check something in for you. This was December 2016. Correct. So before Thanksgiving, before Christmas, were you, did you go for the angle of gifts or it was just on Shopify? promote it on Facebook and see what happens. We 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 were selling crazy socks. Right. Um, crazy socks. Okay. And it was based on, and we had the same mission then that we have today. What's our mission? Explain happen. We were going to make people happy. Nice. John loved uh, the socks and we would figure out 
Um, we would figure out what customer liked. That's one of the reasons you do this. And yeah. um, and there were bumps along the way, of course. Of course. Right? Of course. Um, the first day the website crashed because our webmaster, who was me, screwed something up. Oh. So we opened later than we planned. We sold so many socks so quickly that we were running out of inventory. Wow. And there used to be a box store here in the U.S. that they're now out of business called Kmart. I drove to every Kmart within reach to buy all the socks they had simply so we would have some inventory to sell. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, but by doing this, we learned a few things. One, people want to buy socks. But two, people want to buy socks from me. They liked buying from John. John they, they related to John. They related to the fact we had already pledged 5% of our earnings to the Special Olympics. They liked the personal touch. What went in every package? I think you know for me is some candy. Right, John, there was wow. a handwritten thank you note from John and some candy. And we heard something that um, we still kind of wrapping our minds around. People found John inspirational. Mm. We heard really emotional responses from people. And then the other thing is you learn by doing, right? Yeah. So we learned that this young man. That's a little old man. This old man. <laughs> he could sell socks. So, so that's how we got started. Okay. Let me ask you, um, both of you, what, was, what would you say, and I think you hinted to some already, was some of the biggest challenges you had in terms of, in the last five years, in terms of the business that you were trying to build? John's crazy socks. Getting started mm. was easy. Right. The biggest challenge we have had has been one of growth. Um, and that may sound counterintuitive, okay. but we had fantastical growth, particularly our second year. Okay. But we had no financial underpinnings. So you know, our first year, we did $1.7 million in revenue. In the first our second year, we did $5.5 million. Okay. At the end of the year, I had no money. And I'm going to my accountant, where's the money? On paper, it looks like we made money. Uh-huh. He says, walk with me, Mark. We walk out to our warehouse. And he points at all the inventory. He says, there's your, there's your money. Um and then when things slowed down, we were really in a tough spot. No cash flow coming in. We by and then I'm, you know, the banks, the banks were coming in here looking at us and saying, Oh, we love this business. Mm. We love the growth, we love the story, we love everything about it. Uh, we're not gonna lend you any money. You're still a startup in our eyes. Go do it for a couple more years. Okay. We had potential investors coming in. But basically what they wanted to do was to buy the brand and shut us down. And you didn't want that clearly. You didn't want that. Uh, so, you know, the biggest challenge by the end of 2019, um, if we were smarter or rational, we would have declared bankruptcy. Um, we were very fortunate because we found at the right time, we found a strategic partner. 
we found a third generation family business that manufactures socks. Oh, wow. Uh, they make socks for department stores and brand names. We sell direct to consumer. Yeah. Um, so we first met in middle of December uh-huh. and we signed a deal in February. Um, and that gives us manufacturing ability and financial stability. So, you know, to, to answer that question, a lot of people, they never get started. Sure. It's always a thought in the head. I think right. they, think they walk around. Oh, I could do this. I could do that. It's not the idea. It's the willingness to go and do it. Yeah. Um, and you know and what managing, do you know what managing I love about growth that? is hard. What, what, I'm sorry. Would you say, Mac? What I was saying. What I love about what you just said there is, look, John is is, is a final year of high school. John comes to you with this. Uh, you know, Dad, let's get into business together. You think about it, you ask, they say, hey, John, what do you say? He's coming up with different ideas. Suddenly you landed on one, crazy socks. John loves crazy socks. So you, so you actually jump in head first and go for it, right? And wh- where you didn't get stuck is in all the minutiae of the business plan, if like some people do. Then they talk themselves out of it. So congratulations, I, John and Mark. If you, if you wait for the perfect time. If you wait until you're fully ready, you, you will never do it. Sure. You, you know, it's not to say you, you, you don't have to know anything. You gotta know some things. Uh-huh. And, you, and you have to have an idea. And, and, and for us, uh, you know, I, I told you the biggest challenge was growth and it's really handling the ups and downs. Like we're a very seasonal business. We do 40% of our sales in the last two months. Oh, okay. Because you, you asked before, how did we set it up? Well, didn't matter what we did, uh-huh. but customers largely view us as a gift store. Got it. Um, but any business, mm-hmm. it's not a question, will things go wrong? It's only a question of when will they go wrong? Mm-hmm. And that's when it's all the more important that you know what your purpose is and what your values are. Right. Right. Even after we found our strategic partner, we signed a deal February 22nd. What hits us here in New York? I mean, around the world. But a week later, we're getting hit in the head with this big plank called the pandemic. It cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars that spring. Mm, Yeah. But we knew what we were about. We knew what was going to work, right? And you have to stay true to that. Yeah. And yeah. and when you have that purpose, that becomes your North Star, no matter what the storms are. Yeah. And when you know what your values are, what you're about, that keeps going in the right direction. Um, yeah. Would, right you so- agree, would you agree to this then? Because there are some um, entrepreneurs start their business, they start from a place of passion. It's like, I'm excited about this new idea. And often what I say is, listen, get to get a purpose behind this business that you are doing. Get an under, a why, reason why, and the purpose, the mission behind it. Because passion soon dies out. Yes. When passion dies out, the only thing that's going to keep you going the right way, as you say, North Star there, Mark, is that purpose. So I love, I love you, what you just said there. You need that? And you have to pay attention to the basics. 
Mm. So we've created this social enterprise, right? We have a, a social mission and a business mission. They're indivisible. Uh-huh. They feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. Be clear. You know, people like talk about our social work mission. We, the business has to work. We like to live indoors. You got to make money. And we're an e-commerce business. At the base, we have to be a great e-commerce business. You got to have a great website. Yeah. You got to have great selection. You got to have great products. You got to have great service. Mm. If we don't have that, everything else falls apart. Sure. So you, you, but, but you also have to recognize how that purpose should be made manifest in everything you do. Right. So what's our mission? Explain happiness. So I'll give you a couple of examples. On uh-huh. um, we put candy in every package. That's our way of saying, that was one of our ways of saying thank you to our customer. Well, one day, one of our happiness packers, we, we do our own fulfillment. What do we call our, our pickers? Our pickers are called having packers. Well, no, those are the packers. What do we call the pickers? Our sock wranglers. Sock wranglers. Sock wranglers and happiness packers. Well, one day, one of our packers comes to us and said, you know, we sell socks for diabetics, but then we're sending them candy. Something's wrong with that picture. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Well, oh, so now we have a supply of sugar-free candy that if you order diabetic socks, we send. It's just a matter of paying attention and everybody buying in and seeing what we can do. So, so here's another example. We do our own fulfillment in part because we want to create jobs for yeah. people with different abilities. Yeah. But it also lets us customize the service and the packaging we provide. So we do same-day shipping. Okay. If an order comes in, you know, we're U.S.-based. If an order comes in by 3.15 local time, yeah. it is going out the same day. Fantastic. So Very we good. measure that. There's one day this year we didn't hit that target. We had a computer breakdown that one day. But otherwise, every day, we do better shipping than Amazon. And Jeff Bezos, he's not like John. He's not putting a thank you card in candy in those packages. But here's what we now push on that. So first, the package, it's not just we got to put the product in something and send it to you. It's not a transaction. We're creating customer experiences. Mm-hmm. So if you get that package, on the outside, you see John's smiling face. You can see the logo behind us. You open it up, you get your socks. You get the handwritten thank you note from John. Yeah. On the back side of that, you get the story of John's crazy socks. Mm-hmm. You get a package of candy. You get two discount cards. Why two? Whether a customer, whether you're just a friend. Right. Very nice. Then on the packing slip, you get a picture and the name of the person who packed your order. Because you're helping us employ mm-hmm. people with different abilities. Yeah. And you want to see that person. Yeah. So when you open that up, you're not just getting socks. That's an experience. That's a dose of happiness. Yeah, yeah, I see that. And then, and then we take it a little further. I'm sure most of your customers, if they're doing email, they know about email segmentation so that you can more personalize your email communications. Absolutely. We segment our fulfillment. We have five 
different fulfillment packages. They all have the same basic ingredients. Uh But if you order from us for the first time, you get one package. If this is your fifth order, you get a different package. Uh... Because we're able to pay attention and do that. How do you do that? Well, because we start with, here's what we're about, spreading happiness. Yeah. We know what our five pillars are. Inspiration and hope. Give it back. Five part of your care love. Make it personal. And making it a great place to work. Nice. So we're always, you know, how do you how do you do this to make it personal? How can we connect to our customers? Mm-hmm. And when you believe in that and you get everybody on board, uh-huh. you're always finding ways to make that manifest. Wow, wow, wow. I love that. I love that. You know. You know, the, the pillars you live by, your mission, what you stand for, clearly then attracts the right people who want to come and work with you because they believe in that mission. So, Mark and John, tell me about running a social enterprise, um, hiring talent, diverse talent into the organization, and making that work. How complicated is that, or how easy it is that um, to hire diverse uh, uh, people of uh, different abilities. It seems easy to us. Mm. Um, we have no government support. We have no special training, no special programs. To us, it's very simple. We want the best possible people for our organization. Right. To do that, you have to pull from the largest pool. Sure. If you limit the pool, if you say, we're going to exclude people with a different ability. Uh-huh. If you limit the pool, you know, you say, we're not going to hire anybody over the age of 50, or uh-huh. we're not going to hire anybody under the age of 30, or at some, you know, terrible times, certainly in the U.S., we're not going to hire anybody who's black. Mm-hmm. If you limit your pool, mm-hmm. you can't get the best possible people. people. Mm-hmm. You I have to pull from the largest possible pool. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where we start. Right. Good. And then we don't lead with, well, we need you to do A, B, and C. We lead with, we're trying to change the world. Come do you want to us. come along? There you go. <laughs> we have a we are on a mission to spread happiness. We're going to show the world what people with different abilities can do. We're going to give back. We're going to base a business around treating people well. It's an outgrowth of the love between a father and son. Wow. You want to come along and do this with us. You want to join the adventure. Absolutely. Then we'll figure out, okay, do you have the skills to do the job? So skills matter. Yeah. But what matters more is character and that cultural fit. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome work you've done. And um, I was reading about your time at Capitol Hill. And tell us about your, 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 your stuff with President Bush, uh, George W. Bush. Tell us about all that. And where, where, where's all that come from? And how did you get involved in working with well, that? You know, we, we ripped through our five pillars. Uh-huh. The most important one there is showing what's possible, showing what people with differing abilities can do. So we start 
by hiring people with differing abilities. Okay. Uh, we've been able to, we've been very fortunate. We've been able to create 31 jobs. 22 of those are held by people with differing abilities. Okay. But to us, it's not enough to just hire people. We want to show the world. So we create, um, we, we create content all the time. Mm. Videos, we hold public events to show, look what people can do. We host school tours. We host work groups in here from social service agencies. We do speaking engagements. Um, when the pandemic came, all that moved online. Yes, we like to be in person, but it opened the world to us. Right. The next week, we're going to be in Massachusetts um, speaking at a university. And then as soon as we're done, we're going into a room because we're on a panel discussion in Belgium. Um, okay. So it's, it's spreading the word that way. And advocacy is part of that. Mm. Um, we have been very fortunate that people now pay attention to us because of the business. Wow. That creates an obligation on our part to use that opportunity. And we use it to advocate for the rights of people with different abilities. So we've testified twice before the US Congress. We've met, we've spoken at the United Nations. Um, we keep, we, we, Last week, I'm on the phone with a congressman um, because we're going to advocate for the rights of our colleagues. Good. Uh, and because we've been blessed, we've been given things. And, and some of it is we just try stuff. Uh -huh. You mentioned former President Bush, George H.W. Bush, the father. Okay. So back in 2017, we saw an article about how we like wearing crazy socks. You said, I, I said I want, I, I, you're going to send him a song. I, right? I was going to about the stock. John says that a lot. We should send him some socks. <laughs> well, that's what we did. We sent him some socks. We I didn't did. ask anything. It was just, we saw you like wearing crazy socks. Here are some socks. And thank you, by the way, because he signed the Americans with Disabilities Act, which opened the world for okay. people with different abilities. Without that act, John would not have gotten the education he got, right. and there'd be no John's crazy socks. Well, a little while later, we heard from his office saying, the president liked those socks. Can we get some more? Oh, wow. We sent him more socks. And then he sent John socks. Oh, okay. And then on World Down Syndrome Day in 2018, he tweeted out a picture of him wearing John's what, what socks was he wearing? I, I, he wearing a down the drum superhero socks. Thanking his friend John Cronin wow. and connecting, signing the Americans with Disabilities Act with creating John's crazy socks. Amazing. And then a short while later, uh, his wife passed away, Barbara Bush. Mm. The office called up and said the former president and the family want to wear socks to honor her commitment to literacy. We sent them some socks. Um, what we did not know, and now we realize, he, he was quite infirm at the time. So he's not meeting with the press and the media. Right. His way of communicating with the world was through his socks. So his only communication the day of the funeral, where he lost the love of his life, was to tweet out a picture 
of socks that John had sent. And so this is a very human thing. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. How incredibly fortunate and how special that my son connected with a president mm-hmm. in a time of need. Amazing. Amazing. Right? That's um, it's inspiring. You know your story, John. I, I'm so proud of you, John, in terms of you coming up with a great idea. You don't know what's going to happen. The world hasn't, it's not always ready for you, but you say, look, if I can't find a job, I'm going to come up with a business idea. I'm going to go into partnership with my dad and we're going to make this happen. And you launched it. And now you're $10 million business that's amazing so john for the creation that you have for your for for the ability to say i'm not giving up i'm not stopping i'm going to go for it to be on this show with your dad as partners as co-founders of john's crazy socks to wake people up to inspire people to make an impact on the world to with with the essence that we want to make people happy as your mission I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to say thank you for inspiring us on this show at the Business Success Show. And before we start wrapping up, I want to say, look, anything else you want to add? Uh, because in terms of building a business, building a social enterprise, you've given us so many golden nuggets. But think people who are thinking about starting their business now can say, look, if John and Mark can do it, what am I waiting for? Let's go all out and get it done. <laughs> Listen, Mac, we're a couple of knuckleheads selling socks. Uh-huh. And all we want to do is change the world. Good. And if we can do this, others can do it too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, yeah. We've shared, you got to know your purpose. You got to know what you're about and just stick to that. Just believe. And we do want to send out the message that hiring people with differing abilities is not altruism it's good business absolutely there's a labor shortage in the u.s people can't find enough employees employees we have to add people for the holiday season we have a surplus of candidates we fill every opening because we're willing to hire the best possible people which means we hire people with different abilities makes sense and you have advice for people right i do follow your heart Follow your dreams, work hard, so you can do. Yeah. Wow. I love that. And we should put in a plug, right? Yeah. If people want to get great socks, where can they get them? At SockCrazySocks.com. You heard uh, it from John, JohnsCrazySocks.com. I love that. I'm going to check it out myself. We will uh, actually add this on the description as well for you there. So JohnsCrazySocks.com. You heard it from Mark and John. They came up with the idea. They launched it. Now it's a $10 million business and growing with the essence and the mission of making people happy. Every package they send out, full of hope, full of happiness for everyone. I want to get one of those as well. So uh, Mark and John, I want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here to inspire us and um, continue doing what you're doing. I wanna say, you know, God richly bless you to help as many people as you can in the US and also around 
the world because it's people like you who make a real difference. And if it wasn't for people like you, where would I be? So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, Mac, thank you for having us on. Your audience or entrepreneurs and business owners, that's our tribe. So yeah. thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so appreciate uh, And please, <coughs> you um, the Mac podcast. Hey, I love that. Thank you. Thanks, John, for plugging that for us. And until our paths cross again, thank you. I wish you much success with the business as it continues to grow and it continues to make a big difference. Keep smiling, keep sharing, keep making people happy. I love that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Take care, guys. Okay. Thank you.